everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 362. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. And everything sounds a little bit better with the with these updated headphones I have. And I'll tell you about that during my weekend day. So, how is everyone tonight? Okie dokie. Mm. Well, at least I don't hear the barking dog next door. Well, I can hear it. You just heard that damn dog barking? Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, Jesus Christ almighty. Well, hey. <clears throat> well, I'll check the playback and see if it picks up or not. It is what it is. So, you know. So... We are live tonight, week of January 19th, 2018, here on the VOG Network. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat claims that just Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. You can also head over to animejamsession.com slash network and click on an IRC link for Chatzilla that will bring you to the chat room. If it gives you a prompt, just go ahead and say yes and come on in. The water is just fine. You can also find us at webchat.gamesearch.net and you can join us in chat room VOG. We're also on Discord. You can find us at vognetwork.com slash Discord. Click on the link, join the chat. We're available here through the app or the browser. And I believe check-ins are now live, so go ahead and earn your VOG points. If you are listening on the podcast feed, there will be a passphrase somewhere in this episode. If you hear it, head on over to VOGnetwork.com, put in the passphrase, and earn some VOG points. Easy, simple, done, and effective. All right. We are going to go around the room with how was your week? How was your day? Ari. Uh, it's been a rough kind of past couple days for me mm. well i had lunch with my mother on saturday which was a uh, em- emotionally uh, draining you know hour so i remember i texted yeah, my friend say- saying hey mind if i come over and i texted also text the phrase internal screaming in brackets mm. so we ended up you know <clears throat> Pardon me. So we ended up, you know, grilling, swimming, and watching an NXT takeover. That's good. Um, I had to leave a you, you know, viewing a Money in the Bank, you know, the, the next night because I still had to go to work. But uh, I can always just watch it later, I guess. Apparently, I missed some uh, really funny stuff. Ah. And, uh, it's, I don't know, like, the, especially today, I've just been, like, feeling, like, downtrodden, like, you know, just, like, blank doing everything, you know? And just, like, bleh. I'd say put on some um, retro wave and listen, listen to that for the rest of the night. It might make you feel better. Uh, who knows? I can try, I guess. There you go. So, yeah, that's all things have been going for me. Oh, okay. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, 
pretty good. Uh, I did some Pokemoning this weekend and uh, played video games and watch TV and was basically a bum and it was amazing. In other words, you were playing couch potato slash lazy sack of shit. Yes, but it was amazing. I wish I could feel that. <laughs> yes, well, not all of us were able to go to conventions this weekend. Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> because I did actually have work for part of Saturday. I guess that went pretty well, didn't it? Yeah. Very well, then. Well, my weekend day has been interesting. Um, as alluded to by Mako-chan, I did go to a convention this weekend, uh, BurrowCon. It's not on today's uh, list, but it'll be on next week's uh, rundown. I'll talk about the con in general, because I kind of want to write out some of the stuff I experienced. It was good. I will tell you. I that. heard a lot of bad things about it. Well, you well. So I guess we're gonna have to bounce back and forth. Some of it I may have to agree with you on. Some of it I will have to disagree. Well, it yeah, it but, wasn't anything like that. Um, I was actually reading a thread from people that were selling an artist alley. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I can yeah. Do me yeah. A, link me to what that because I can. Uh, we'll talk about that next week. But, I don't remember where I read it. What good are you? I was on my phone bumming around this weekend. Don't Christ. you remember? Yeah, but still. <sighs> 50 points f from Slytherin. Christ. Sorry, I'm not mentioning random randos on the show. Had something to do with <clears throat> I just wanted to see the link, you know. You know. But yeah, yeah. uh... Artist Alley was not treated well this weekend. Uh, I'm just saying, I can kind of sort of agree with you on that, because believe you me, yeah. Um, did you it, meet any uh, of the guests? Yeah, actually, yes, I did. But, you know, I'll, I, and it, I guess I'll save that for, for next week's show. Um, also, as I mentioned before about the audio quality... I finally uh, upgraded my old Astro A40s to my current Crossfade V motors because I went out and bought brand new Crossfade V motors to the uh, Crossfade 2 wireless and they are amazing. This is one of the few times this was, I am actually happy about the fact I spent almost $300. Hmm. Great Bluetooth quality. I haven't checked out the wired quality yet, but it might be time for me to upgrade my phone because the Bluetooth keeps dropping out. And I'm like, there's no way it's this phone, but yeah, it's this headset. But that was great. Um, uh, did BurrowCon. Like I said, I'll talk about that next week. New headphones I'm quite happy about. Um, I think that basically has been it. Um, besides, unless you want to hear, me, hear about me schlepping stuff to the laundromat or whatever, you know, but... That's neither here nor there. Yeah. So, um, like I said, uh, next week we'll talk about Barokan, and from what Mako Chan had mentioned, it looks like we're gonna have some, a good talk about it. So, I'm looking forward to that. Um, let's see what's going on in the chat room here at live.bognetwork.com. Uh, Serenity41080 is basically saying that, um, 
she just made a blood sacrifice and she's doing uh, Princess Serenity and her significant other is doing Tuxedo Mask and they're both from Sailor Moon Crystal. Good luck with that and may the power protect you. And don't say that $200 part too loudly because there are cosplayers that are like, that's nice. You know, you know how it is, but you know, have fun with that and rock it out. Uh, let's see what else. I think that's it. Um, let me look at my outline real quick. Oh, uh, no, it's the usual. Um, we'll have new episodes. We'll still be here. Um, I have not. Are we doing a show um, July 3rd? I was just about to get to that. I still haven't decided. Because uh, we... I think if we do, it needs to be a drunken show. I'm kind of okay with that. I don't see why not. Yeah, why not? I, I, I don't care. <laughs> all right. I'm all for that, so, you know. <sighs> all right. Um, we're going to go ahead and take our first break, and when we uh, when we get back, we're going to talk about some, some news and some interesting stuff and some heart-tugging stuff. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Let me adjust the volume here. We'll be back.
Well, I think you all can kind of sense a theme with that one because of one of the people that I met over at Burrowcon. So and that's a great story within itself. So, hmm. I mean, it's a local con. You got a lot of out of town guests, and they've never had a good Brooklyn bagel. So, what can I say? If you're going to continue talking about the convention, you might as well just talk about the convention. No, 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 no. No more talk about the convention. That's it. No more. Save it for next week. To make sure that we don't talk about the convention anymore, Mako Chan is going to tell us about the Osaka earthquake from from the other from yesterday. I am. Yeah, you are. Uh. Oh wait, that's me. Sorry. <laughs> no, because you know what it was. I originally was gonna have you to talk about it, but then I saw the rest of it. I'm like, no, let me flip that around. So, <clears throat> my bad, my apologies. But um. Uh, in Osaka on Monday, there was an earthquake that measured 6.1 on the Richter scale, and it caused damage throughout the area, and four people sadly uh, were killed in this um tra- in this tragic incident. The area is one thing about Osaka. You have to know is also the home to several animation and game studios, as well as the Universal Studios Japan theme park. An animator in the area, uh, Takuji Yoshimoto, updated on Twitter on Monday with pictures of inside his workspace and it looks like it's just a lot of stuff that's got messed up and tossed around it's like it's like the like the last day of school in some ways you know but you know you just start tossing paperwork and everything around but when you look when you definitely take a look at it it's more than just papers boxes um tool chests all over it's just wow if i could tell from the screenshots it looks like the, the furniture itself is still in tip-top shape. Uh, Takuji Yoshimoto, he had r- tweeted that he was taking a nap on the couch when uh, when this happened. A nearby stack of books and paper fell on top of his head. Wow, I'm glad he's okay. He managed to work his way out of the studio to outside where there was a crack visible on the building's wall. So... The, so what happened was the train line that's near his office wasn't running, so he went out for lunch, and along the way, he went ahead and took pictures and so forth, and you can find a lot of this on his Twitter account at twitter.com slash 44 underscore moto, M-O-T-O. You can see a lot more, and if you can't understand what he's saying, um... I believe from the Twitter page, you can hit a translate button and it can translate it. I know of most apps you can do that, or if you absolutely need to, um, Google Translate works out as well. Also, game development company White Owls, which is also located in Osaka, uh, the, the, the founder of that studio, Hiritaka Surihiro, known as Swery or Swery65, also checked in on Twitter to let the, his fans know he is alright. He is currently working on the crowdfunded game The Good Life. He directed prior projects such as Deadly Premonition, Lord of Lord of Arcana, Lord of Apocalypse, and D4, Dark Dreams Don't Die. There was some small damage to Universal Studios Japan. The park's ticket window glass did shatter, though. The park normally opens at 9 a.m., but um, the staff, 9 a.m. Japan Standard Time, but the staff delayed everything to about 10.40. Uh, because of safety concerns, which is understandable and rightfully so. 
Park staff was also delayed because of the earthquake's effect on public transit. Some rides were not operating when the park opened. It's available as staff inspected each attraction to make sure it was operating correctly. They said that the plan, the staff will open the park on its normal time on Tuesday. So we are hope that everything is safe and sound. And I don't have any links to any um, donation organizations at this time. But if I come across any, I will post them in our chat room if it's, if I find them during the show or on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash anime jam session. All right. Now we got that out of the way. Marco, tell us about your favorite mobile game right now. Uh, yeah, so we are finally getting the crap that everybody has wanted in Pokemon Go since the very beginning. Talking Pikachu sounding like Danny DeVito? Uh, no, they haven't wanted that for Pokemon Go. Um, but basically it was confirmed, uh, at the press event E3 that at some point this week we'll start the process of uh, sending out the new updates and we're getting trading. So we're getting to basically have friends in game and you can trade with those friends in game. There will be four friend levels and each level will mean that uh, there are extra gifts and goodies that you will get to uh, participate in and trade with your friends. And the higher your level with your friends, the less amount in Stardust it will cost for trading your Pokemon. And it, I'm, I'm assuming they're having you spend a shit ton of Stardust on this just to combat... Uh, selling Pokemon online. So if you can't afford, you know, to spend the Stardust, then you can't afford the Pokemon anyway. But, so we're finally getting all the crap that everybody wanted, that everybody's been waiting for. And, yeah. Uh, The thing I'm also excited about is the gifts that you're going to be able to trade between people. Uh, they're going to include eggs, and those eggs are how we're going to get the Alolan Pokemon. That sounds cool. I'm excited. Yeah, I haven't played this in a while, so uh, this could make me get back into it. As much walking as I've been doing lately, I should, but I'm like... Yeah, I feel like I'm one of the only ones left on my Facebook that actually plays. I know I'm not, but people seldom talk about it anymore, and so many people just gave up on it. Well, you know. I mean, if if this really does go in a direction it will, and it does, then likely more people will start playing. I know a few people start playing again on my Facebook. Well, once they started introducing the ability to get uh, the legendaries without having to raid for them and actually having daily quests and full on uh, like full on legendary quests that aren't going to take like three days to do, Mm. it started to entice more people back to it. 
So I'm hoping that trading and friending and all of that will start bringing more and more people back, even if it is just to be able to complete their Pokedex. Because not for nothing, I've got a couple of people that I'm looking to trade with that have been overseas, and I'm excited. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And don't forget, there's a couple of upcoming games that was announced at E3. Um, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, which will allow you to trade between the, the game and the mobile game. So. Yeah, people are, like, really bitching about those games. And I have to say, the games are not um, part of the new RPG. They did announce that they're looking to actually have an RPG like the ones that were on the 3DS and the ones that everybody is familiar with. Mm -hmm. They are creating a new one for the Switch, which will be out, I think they said 2019, or at least announcing 2019. Um, but the two new games that are out are basically to get younger generations back into Pokemon by creating something that is a bridge between Pokemon Go and the original game series. You know, and I get that, and I don't under in a way I don't understand why people are complaining about these two games. I mean. It's because not, people will always find things oh, to complain oh, about, especially Ga for things like Pokemon. No, gamers, will, gamers will always complain. Gamers will always complain. But my thing is this. If you don't like it, there are other games. You know what? This is meant for you know, get for a younger generation to play and have fun, you know? What if, you know, I mean, like, there are some parents who won't give their ki their youngest kids a phone to play Pokemon Go. But I bet you those parents have, have a Switch in the house for them to play. So there's that. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Uh, I, While I enjoy the traditional Pokemon game, I don't enjoy having to level to a ridiculous, you know, place mm -hmm. just to be able to pass stuff, just to be able to collect Pokemon. Right. And this, I'm not going to have to do that. I can just go and just, like, Pokemon Go, catch shit. Mm-hmm. So I get the story, and I get to just catch shit without having to actually, you know, be too heavy-duty into battle systems and all of that stuff. Because that's just not how I play. Was that your phone going off? Yes, it was. Was it mine? And in a Yes, it was mine. And in a side note, I just got a gay email from Cards Against Humanity. It's so fabulous. Yeah, I saw that. I kind of really want to get it just to have it, even though I don't actually have Cards Against Humanity. What is it? I don't think I got that yet. It's a pride pack. Oh, okay. I have to get that. I also got to replace, like, almost all of my decks anyway, so... Thank you, Flood. Mm. Oh, your cards got stuck in the Flood? Not all of them, but enough for them for them to be a little bit damaged to where, you know, mm. I, I might as well, you know. I'm that still to... sucks. Yeah. Well, at least this time it happens. I have insurance to cover that. Mm. <sighs> so, anywho... Ari, what is going on with Kill la Kill? 
Uh, it's getting a 2019 action game from Arc System Works. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a teaser commercial during the broadcast of the Darling and the Franks anime announced on Saturday that the anime studio Trigger and the game publisher Arc System Works are collaborating on the Killer Gills anime's first game, Killer Gill the Game. Ifu. <clears throat> Arc System Works is publishing the game in the Killer Kill battle action genre and A+ which also gave us Little Witch Academia, is developing it. The game for one or two players will debut next year, but the staff has not yet announced or established a, or established a price, platform, or age rating. If it's anything other than mature, I will be su- really surprised. <laughs> mm. uh, the anime, anime Expo in LA will have the latest details in the game starting on July 6th, because Studio Trigger will have an industry panel at 5.30 that day. Arc System Works will have a booth at the convention, and the anime... Characters, designers, Sushio, and creative officer Hiromi Wakabayashi will also visit America for the game. Trigger's latest projects include collaboration with A1 Pictures on the Darling and the Franks television anime, which premiered in January. The studio is also working on the SSSS Gridman anime, which will premiere this fall. Anime Expo will host the world premiere of the anime with Wakabayashi and other Japanese guests on July 6th. Arc System Works is best known for its fighting game series Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue. The developer recently worked on Bandai Namco Entertainment's Dragon Ball Fighter Z and recently released Blaze Blue Cross Tag Tag Battle crossover fighting game. And there is a Studio Trigger uh, Countdown website to uh, go to. Hmm. And interesting, I found out that the Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle game is doing ridiculously bad in Japan, so... Huh. Well, nobody... I guess guess they didn't give a shit about Ruby after Volume 3 either. There you go. No one gives a fuck about Ruby, so there was no point in it being in the game, so... I can actually see Kill a Kill as a two-player fighting game. I can see... It'll probably make for a really good story mode, too. But I... I I like to see it as a battle action game, something like... 2D side-scroller? No, I can see, like, a cross between Bayonetta, Devil May Cry, and Dynasty Warrior style. Oh, okay. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it, but speaking of looking forward to it, I don't think I've said... I don't think I've said this on the show, but after uh, E3, um, next Tuesday, um, Nier Automata comes out for Xbox One, the Definitive Edition. This will be the first time I ever I have ever paid retail price for an Xbox One game for something that I really wanted. Because normally I would just like you know I'll just wait until the price drops, but you can't go wrong with fifty bucks. Mm. And can't count the South Park game because I got that on on sale for twenty nine. So. Yep. Mhm. Now, Makotron, tell us about about gender normality and fucking that, you know? Yeah, so... Fuck traditional gender um, roles. Hmm? Fuck traditional gender roles. Yeah, uh, this season of Precure and just Precure in general has mm-hmm. been getting very into the whole be yourself, do what, what you want to do. So in the most recent episode of the latest uh, Precure, which is Hukato Precure, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of causing a stir amongst fans. The episode is titled Waku Waku Ak- Akogara no Runway Debut. 
And basically the theme of the episode is that anybody can do or be what they want. And key dialogue in the episode says even boys can be princesses. So basically, you know, it starts out that there one of the characters wants to model in this show because she likes heroines and heroes and this fashion show is all about, you know, putting heroes out there. Right. So one of the characters has a brother who's very much discouraging her against that. You know, girls should be girly, boys should be heroes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the theme of the fashion show is girls can be heroes too. And the brother basically said hero is a word for boys and it's inappropriate for girls to be dressing up like heroes. And one of the characters that's hosting it is a figure skater. I believe a figure. Yeah. Male figure skater who basically says, I'll have the appearance that I myself want. People set limits in their own hearts. That's a waste of time and life. So basically this entire episode is about, you know, throwing out those traditional roles and doing whatever the hell you want. And the protagonist, Hana, says uh, everyone has a hero in their hearts. And later, the brother gets captured and says, I ended up in the position of a princess, didn't I? And Hana goes, it's okay, even boys can become princesses. So it's kind of cool that there's a show out there right now being set towards girls, emphasizing that you can do and become whatever you want. And that it's, you know, applicable for people of all ages. It's, you know, of course, a little controversial. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this is the times. And it looks like these writers are going with the times, which is kind of cool. I mean, can't, do we not re- do we not remember Princess Kenny? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, even freaking Cartman was the first person to stand up for him over yeah, it. Yeah, I mean... And that's Cartman. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Cartman said, dudes, let him do what he wants. You're like, don't ask why Kenny's just dressing up as a girl. That's just, that's just the way this decided to be rolling. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I could tell, you know, this is just an example. Because I think here in America, we're, we're kind of more used to this, whereas... Japan, things are changing in Japan. You know, I'm not going to say they're playing a catch-up game, but they're starting to understand, you know, it's okay to be, to do this and do that. So, you know. No, I mean, Japan is very, very traditional. And while there are certain things that, you know, I mean, you're looking at 25 years now of a lesbian couple on Sailor Moon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's just slow going because they are very traditional. I mean, you're, you're talking about a culture where, you know, they still marry because that's what dad wants me to. Mm-hmm. It's going away from that slowly because, you know, as the uh, younger generation comes in, they're basically going, uh, no. But I think it's nice that it is coming to this point where 
it, it's an okay thing. Mm-hmm. Tolerance and understanding goes a long way. All right, let's see what else we have here. Um, let's see. Uh, is this what I'm looking for here? Uh, come on. Uh, come on, Winamp. I, I spotted you here before. Oh, anyhow, I'll just play this one, so... Ah, more talk about My Hero Academia. I heard this week's episode brought tears out to the fandom. So I gotta sit sit down and start and play the catch-up game on that. If it's the episode that I think it is, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. What episode is it? The episode that aired. Yeah, episode 49. There are people are talking about it on my Facebook, like, I'm just like, damn... We're not spoiling it. No, no, we're not. This is this is not the My Hero Academia podcast. And no, I am not starting another one. I can barely <laughs> ma- barely manage the ones I got now. <laughs> but um, in the 29th issue of Weekly Shonen Jump magazine, it re- it was revealed that the first million moviegoers to see My Hero Academia Two Heroes. Known in Japan as My Hero Academia the movie, Futari no Hero, will receive a volume zero manga. It's an origin book. This book will feature a cover and a manga drawn by the creator Kohei Horikoshi. It will also contain character descriptions and an analysis collection of the characters and original characters who appear in the film, as well as a secret dialogue between Horikoshi and One Piece manga creator Eichiro Oda. And now, for those of you who can't wait to see the film, Funimation and Toho will be hosting a world premiere of the movie with English subtitles on July 5th. The film will premiere in in Japan on August 3rd. Funimation will be releasing the film in the United States and in Canada this fall. So that means we'll probably see it sometime between September and November. Uh, I think we're getting the world debut. Really? Are we? I I think they're I think the world debut is at uh Anime Expo. I just said that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the world debut. Yeah. We're getting it before Japan does. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Yeah, world premiere, yes, world premiere on at AX July 5th. Mm-hmm. The film will open up in Japan on August 3rd and a US and Canadian premiere um this fall. So, not so bad. <laughs> I'm surprised they're waiting so long um, if we are going to be the world premiere. Well, they well, I mean, they did. Well, they did the same thing at Anime NYC with the full metal with the full metal alchemist film. That's true. But the distributor was going like they weren't distributing it to like it was being distributed by Netflix. But did we? Yeah, this is no. Different. Whereas no, whereas in Japan, it was being put into theaters. No, we got it. We saw it in November. It hit theaters in December. Then it hit Netflix in February. Well, yeah, 
Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. We got the world premiere, but mm-hmm. it didn't go into theaters here. It went yeah. straight to Netflix here. Yeah, I guess you could say it's kind of sort of the same thing, except Funimation puts stuff in theaters, and now with them being a part of Sony, there will definitely be a lot more, hopefully there will be a lot more theaters, you know, for distribution. Mm. That would be nice. Yep. Uh, Funimation describes the film as as follows. The finals are over, and UA is getting ready for the summer training camp. Deku and All might receive an invitation from someone to go overseas to a giant artificial movie, moving city called I Island. This island is like a science Hollywood that gathers knowledge of scientists around the world and is holding an exhibition called I Expo that showcases the results of a quirk and hero item research. During all this, Deku meets a quirkless girl named Melissa and remembers his own quirkless past. Out of the blue, the impregnable security system on the island is hacked by villains and the people on the island are taken as hostages. Now, a plan that could shake the hero society has been put into motion. The man who could hold the key to it all is the number one hero and the symbol of peace, All Might. New characters for the film include David Shield, Melissa Shield, and Wolfram, voiced by Katsuhiya Namase, Marai Shida, and Rikia Koyama. As it says here, Melissa is the quirkless girl that Deku meets. Her father, David, was a friend of All Might in his younger days, and he's also a scientist who makes hero support items. And Melissa is following in her father's footsteps. Wolfram is the leader of a mysterious villain team that aims to overthrow the hero society. Original manga creator Kohei Horihoshi is credited for the original work, character designs, as well as chief supervisor. Returning members include Kenji Nagasaki from Bones, scriptwriter Yosuke Kuroda, and character designer Yoshihika Omokoshi, and composer Yuki Hayashi. The film is being distributed by Toho. Masaki Suda is performing the film's theme song, Long Hope Philia. Amazarashi Hiromu Akira wrote and composed the piece. Given how the themes for each of the prior seasons of My Hero Academia was, I'm kind of hyped to hear this one. I remember when I first heard the opening theme for this, I was like, where was I? I was actually coming to your place, Mako. And mm. I, I think I had jumped on my laptop and the, I was tethering or I was on my phone tether, and I went and downloaded the track. I found it and I linked a friend of mine to it. All right, Ari, what's up with Crack Team Epic? I mean, uh, Pop Team Epic. <laughs> um, well, they're going to premiere on Toonami. Hmm. Um, let's see. The official page for Adult Swim's Tsunami Block announced on Friday that, the, that they'll air a pop team epic beginning night of June 30th at 12 a.m., effectively in the morning of July 1st. Uh, their new schedule, which is it's just now Dragon Ball Z Kai, is a 10.30 Dragon Ball Super, 11 My Hero Academia, 11.30 Fully Cooly Progressive, Midnight Pop Team Epic, uh, 12.30 JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stardust Crusaders, <clears throat> Uh, 1 a.m. Hunter Hunter, 1:30 Black Clover, 2 a.m. Naruto Shippuden, 2:30 Space Dandy, 3 a.m. Cowboy Bebop, and 3:30 Lupin Lupin the Third Part Fourth. Uh, television anime also premiered on January 6th. High Dive, Funimation, Crunchyroll, Asian Crunch, and Amazon Prime all stream the anime as it aired in Japan. The anime is based on a surreal four-panel magnets manga that centers around two 14-year-old girls. Ishura Popoko and the tall Pippami. 
they are, and PP me. They are really, uh, you know, selling it short, aren't they? <laughs> I guess they finally finished up with Dragon Ball Z Kai. They kept saying it was the final chapters. Yeah, the Boo Saga. Mm. And I still got to pick up Space Dandy on Blu-ray. And hey, Cowboy Bebop's back for like the 11 billionth time. Hey, it's a gateway anime for most people, and my god, Pop Team Epic. I mean, I, I've seen it subtitled, I've seen the dub. I, I, I'm looking forward to hearing, to watching the dub. How do you think their voices will be? <laughs> all cracked out. That's all you need to know. Is one of them going to be like overly screechy? I don't think so, no. We watched a few episodes at Mako's place. Mm-hmm. It's a very weird anime. Uh, oh, I know it's, it's weird. It's a 15-minute long episode played two times in a row and each time with a different voice cast. Yep. So, yeah. Um yeah. And the anime itself is just crack. Hell, I found a freaking Chrono Trigger reference in one episode. You're welcome. <laughs> it's just crack. It's amazing crack, but it's crack. And it's not like no-name voice actors either. It's basically everybody they could get together from Funimation. And it's absurd. It'll probably be awesome. Oh, it's amazing. Uh-huh. And it's one of it's one of those that you can watch the subtitle version and you can watch the dub version and get just as much enjoyment watching the same damn episode four times. <laughs> damn right. Definitely have to look into it. All right, Mako-chan. This one's a bit of a heart tugger, so... Yeah, I saw this, and, you know, depressing. But it's so... honorable, though. It is, it is. So, um... Mother collects Shonen Jump for son that died in the March 11, 2011 earthquake disaster. Um, Yuko Tano started to collect the shonen manga for her son after he passed, thinking that he might like to read what had been written, you know, and has collected every single one for every week for seven years and three months. So she started doing this because she knew that he enjoyed it. He would use his pocket money once a week to go and buy the uh, collection and would usually go into his room or go to friends' houses and read it. So thinking that he would enjoy the continuation of the stories, she continued to purchase them. Um... So while she did end up throwing some of the older ones away, when her home was rebuilt, 
uh, a room was basically dedicated to her son and she started lining the bookshelves. So she found that, you know, some of the uh, collection was missing and back ordered them. But she still goes every Monday. And if her local store is sold out already, she will go to one of the bigger convenience stores or shopping book centers and pick one up so that her son has the entire collection. Um, She is thinking about uh, ending the collection soon. This year, her son would have turned 20. And as that is the legal age of adulthood in Japan, she's thinking of basically finishing the collection for her son this year as he would, you know, undoubtedly be an adult. But yeah, um, the, the fact that she's continuing to do this for him and you can see that, you know, the picture shows that he's got a brand new PS Vita on these shelves. There's brand new shoes on these shelves um, so it looks like it's not just her that's putting items into this overall collection for him, but others as well. Mm. I mean, it's, it's definitely a nice, you know, a nice memorial to a tragedy and I, I guess, you know, helps her think that her son is having a little bit of enjoyment in the afterlife. Damn. I think it was pretty cool, though. I think it was oh, cool. obviously. But yeah, 350 volumes. Hey. And not uh, a singular dry tear in the audience. Mm-hmm. And now the change of the gears so harshly, the the transmission blows out. All right, let's take a look at what's going on in our chat room here at live.vogue.network.com. Um, let's see, things happen with WWE. Okay, uh, Dark Tetsuya has a new PC rig. Remember, dude, if it's not AMD, your rig is trash, bro. Um. <laughs> Okay, Raging wants to know how excited Mako-chan is, and she's so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah, I had to take my headphones off just to be on the safe side. I wasn't screaming, don't worry. But that whole scene is playing through my head right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to go into the whole fake sobbing thing, don't worry. Oh, please, please don't. Because there are better ways for you to uh, to get an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress. Why supporting? I don't know, just because. You like me. You really like me. Oh, God, people are still quoting that. <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm picturing the, the version from The Mask. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I was uh, okay. talking about. Yeah. And, no, I, I was I was thinking Sally Field. And then there's your idol right 
right there in the audience. Um, what's her name? Um, the woman that will play your mother in a theatrical film. Huh? I, the, the, the woman from the show disjointed. I cannot remember her name to save my own life. She was Kathy Bates. Thank you. Yes, Kathy Bates. No, she's playing me when I'm older. Even better. She's playing future me. Ah. Future me is Kathy Bates. Okay. Oh God, I just saw something sick and twisted pop up on my uh, Facebook feed relating to the World Cup. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase fur. Oh, yeah? Because Japan beat uh, Colombia 2-1 to today. Mm-hmm. Someone made a, a, a breaking news, you know, fake screenshot that says, Anime defeats cocaine. <laughs> Is that what you posted in the chat? <laughs> no, 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 no. The last thing I posted was, uh... Yeah, let me bring it up. Was... <clears throat> Oh, yeah, Mexico versus Japan, which is a Mexican, you know, fictional characters, you know, over the, uh, <clears throat> like, over the player's face versus, you know, Japanese characters. Uh, you have to, you have to send me the other one. You have to send me that, the link to the other one. I have got to see that. I have a person. I'm sharing it on my main Facebook right. page now. <laughs> I, I, I have a personal uh, interest in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and speaking of alright who's buying the dead Yamcha pop I why want it. is there a it's, dead it's, Yamcha pop it's fucking exclusive and I want it. it which means you'll be able to order it from Hot Topic yeah eventually no same day Exclusive to San Diego Comic Con, I can order it from Hot Topic. Yes, remember, remember, I went on that. Remember when I made the post about this about the Sailor V Funko Pops are exclusive to New York Comic Con? They are on Hot uh, Topic's website yeah. the next day. Uh, even uh, Lauren was saying, you know, it's everything that's exclusive. They they sell uh, that's you can get it Hot Topic, and it's just funny. It shows him sleeping instead of him dead. Well, because they had to show off his gigantic head, and, well, I guess they didn't think to put X's where his eyes would be. True. He's not dead. He's sleeping. Yeah, maybe in the fucking ocean dub he was. <laughs> well, that and the home for in- infinite losers. <sighs> Nobody ever stays dead in Dragon Ball. Don't you know that? <laughs> oh, I know well, that, yeah. Yamcha is dead. We, at, at least we got Brian Drummond, you know, cameo and cameoing in Dragon Ball Super as a clone of Vegeta. Mm. That reminds me, I still need to try and find on eBay my Jurassic Park one. I don't think those are going to be too hard to find, though. Oh no, they're all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of finding one that isn't, you know, marked up ridiculously because people think oh people will pay you know 50 bucks for this no they won't you 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 just had to wait hmm you just have to wait you know oh yeah no i found some that are cheaper i just have to wait until i get paid Mm -hmm. all right yeah i i I already i already copied and tagged that i already put it put it on my friend's facebook 
Awesome. <laughs> We need to continue. Yes, yes, we do. Because I think we, we've eaten up enough dead air, dead time. So. Mm. All right. So, just so y'all know, when I put the outline together for Strange News from Japan, I don't really read it. I just throw it in there because I know if I read it, I'm going to have issues with it. And outline well, no. will never all get of, done. All of them this week are, you know, nice and fluffy. Bullshit! What do you mean, bullshit? Mako, this is you we're talking about. No, no, they're all, you know, happy, fluffy ones. Oh, good lord, that means she's setting us up for a trap. It's a trap! No, 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 I just, I found a bunch of happy, fluffy ones, so I wanted to do happy, fluffy ones this week. All right. Ari, why don't you take the first one? Because I think you'll enjoy that one. A drinking party breaks out on Tokyo Station platform as Shinkansen delays st- strands travelers. I can think of a couple people on my f- Facebook page who are pissed off at the MTA who would love this. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Despite a well-deserved reputation for reliability and punctuality, Japan's trains do sometimes encounter problems and end up running behind schedule. This can even happen with the Shinkansen bullet trains of operator Japan Railway. On Sunday afternoon, a Shinkansen train left Tokyo starting around 12.20, heading north along the Tohoku Shinkansen line, and things were fine until about an hour and a half later. As it pulled out of Sendai Station, though, an undisclosed mechanical issue caused the conductor to stop the train, which in turn shut down the entire line while a team of inspectors investigated and rectified the problem. That process ended up taking over five hours. Wow. Which left plenty of travelers stuck at the station while they waited for service to resume. Things were especially crowded in the Tokyo station where Japanese Twitter user at Thrill underscore Junkie snapped this photo of the congested conditions near Shinkansen. Up on the platform, the atmosphere was more jovial when a group of older men decided to bust out booze and snacks they intended to consume on the train. And have a drinking party right there on the ground. Those are my kind of people! Yeah. Because Shinkansen seats always have trays, it's common for alcohol-appreciative travelers to crack up on a cold one or two as they zoom about the high-speed rail network. These gentlemen had stocked up accordingly, but with no refrigerator to keep them chilled, they came to the conclusion that the only sensible thing to do was to drink them before they got too warm. Okay, I like this method of thinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Meanwhile, further up in Aomori Prefecture, stranded Shinkansen travelers went on the platform of Hachinohe Station where provided some surprise entertainment. <clears throat> Among those who suddenly had time on their hands was a college gymnastics team and stood and used that empty space to plop themselves down in a drinking circle. They instead popped off a series of backflips. Shinkansen service was finally resumed around 7.30, but the example shown here serves as a reminder that when traveling, just because you're not making progress towards your destination doesn't mean you can't enjoy the journey. Mm. Honestly, in New York City, give that like 15, 20 minutes and it'll be a fucking riot. Or at least one fight breaking out. Am I right? I know, right? That, that's perfect, you know? And I posted a link in the chat so you guys can look at the uh, Twitter pictures yourself. That's pretty cool. And now we traverse from the Shinkansen to Smash Bros. And yes, Team Daisy, Team Daisy, Team Daisy. Move, set, clone. Move, set, clone. I will take this slip and I will 
beat all that hair off your head, boy. Yeah, but nobody bitches about the other moveset clones in the game. I know, right? But oh, this I... one people bitch about? Oh, Fuck I... that. Oh, I'm... Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm... I'm bitching about all the moveset clones. What are you kidding me? But they're going to tweak Daisy as her own character, and that's all that matters. Fact of the matter is, she finally got her invite, and she's part of the club. And you can't uh, beat that. Huh. So, anywho, it seems that the entire Japanese internet bonded over a smashing gesture of kindness from an online game seller, which that's pretty cool. It's an unexpected gift that caused the buyer to relive his wonderful Christmas day of 1999. And I can see that. It seems that Reddit user Clips11 was a lucky recipient of a random act of kindness. Now, um, Reddit uh, has like various threads called random acts of kindness where, you know, you can sign up and you do like a gift exchange and so forth. That is pretty cool. Now, his random act of kindness was by Hirono, a Japanese online game seller. Ever since Clips 11 Antidote was posted online about, I guess, Christmas Day, which is pretty cool, you know. Wait, no, I'm sorry. He, Everyone's talking about the great thing that happened about his random act of kindness. So, basically, what happened was he ordered a Wii controller from a seller in Japan. And it came with a copy of Super Smash Bros. for N64. That's pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And the note says, Thank you for your purchase. I sent a present to you with the feeling of thanks together. I'm afraid that it's a used Japanese game, but I recommend it. I hope that you are enjoying to get it. If you like, I look forward to get your feedback. Hirono. And who would have thought? That's really cool. And people on Reddit responded with, Yo, shout out to Hirono, he's a real MVP. I ordered from Japanese sellers a couple of times and received similar notes saying that, that, saying thanks. Neat custom. An original Japanese Smash Bros? I've never seen this come of art. Hirono, you are an you inspirational treasure of a human being. Deserves all the positive feedback. OMG. In an amusing twist, the post was translated into Japanese, once it gained enough traction, effectively coming full circle back to Nintendo's country of origin. While a few Japanese readers were puzzled by the unnecessary gesture, most of them were nevertheless quick to acknowledge the thoughtfulness behind it. Like, I don't get why an N64 game that came with Wii peripherals. How does it even know the guy has an N64? I can't believe it. Japanese people are masters of being considerate. What an incredible thing. I'm going to name my son Hirono. All hail Hirono, who proves that sometimes the best gifts come in the smallest packages. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, Mako-chan, what's going on with the weather? Uh, yeah, so a Japanese weather presenter had to ad-lib through bloopers, <clears throat> and it's not the first time she's had to do this, but she's become the internet's favorite girl. Uh, So basically what happens is, you know, all these weather things, it's all blue screen or green screen. Shit pops up on the screen and the weather presenter, weatherman, weather girl, you know, meteorologist, however you want to call them, 
basically talks about what's on the screen. <clears throat> when things go wrong, um, some will just, you know, sit there and do their presentation without the stuff popping up. And others, like uh, this one, presenter uh, Ayaka uh, Matsuki, who goes by the moniker Ayachi, uh, gets a little creative. So basically what happens is nothing pops up. She's faced with a blank screen. And immediately just starts, you know, giggling and smiling. Uh, is it just me who can't see anything? The icons must have accidentally gone see-through. And when they do finally pop up, they're not behind her on the green screen. They're actually popped up in front of her. So she starts crouching down and talking around the map and walks behind the map so that she can point to all the areas Mm. Um, while things are, you know, being weird. So being this cute and adorable and basically going with the flow, um, it, you know, that basically uh, captured the hearts of viewers. And another time with the Ayachi, they had a guest mascot, uh, Gashapin, who, unfortunately, yeah, um, unfortunately, the mascot was the same color as the green screen. Oops. So as they're trying to make this mascot visible and going through different pictures to try and make the mascot visible, the mascot is getting hidden in this. So she then goes through laughing and apologizing to Gashapin for changing his color and trying to handle the situation as best as she can. Um, and she's just freaking adorable. And she is. I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Japan does a lot of the stuff where, you know, we're here in America, the weather is mostly presented by quote-unquote professionals. Mm. <laughs> um, other countries have more fun with it and actually hire models or actors or actresses to present the weather as if it's, you know, a presentation, uh, there are some that you, I think there's a topless weather girl. I don't remember what station and where, but I'm pretty damn sure there's a topless weather girl. I mean, Wouldn't actually, me if there wasn't. I mean, there is the naked news after all. So, yeah, uh, but it's just it's adorable. And anytime there's a mistake, she seems to just catch right on and go with the flow and ad lib and not for nothing, not a lot of people, even when they're not trying to be funny, they just can't ad-lib. If something goes wrong, they just start panicking and freeze up. But, you know, it, it's pretty nice to see somebody that will just go with it and be freaking adorable as she's doing it. Mm-hmm. 
But see, light and fluffy. I went light and fluffy. Yeah, right. I wasn't horrified by anything. Which means she's going to set us up the bomb for next week, and you know this. I will try. See? See? Nobody listens to me. All right. We're making really good time, really good progress. Let's not fuck this up. Let's go ahead and uh, take our last break of the night and wrap shit up. Okay, then. Okay. I think y'all are going to like the music that I dropped in, so we'll be back.
you know, with all the articles that I put down, I thought we'd actually be hitting the 11 o'clock time, time spot, but wow. Well, I'm happy that we're not. In a way, I'm kind of happy too. I mean, early endings means gives me time to finish to do the double edits tonight and then leaves the rest of my weekend week free to do up, take care of other things like photo shoots and chatting with some awesome friends. So if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post our anime reviews, convention reviews, links to our photos and videos, our editorials, and our podcast. We're also adding some new content to the site that makes getting our podcast a lot easier. So definitely be looking forward to that. And you can also find our podcast on, on popular set, uh, aggregative sites such as iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and the Vogue Network forums. And some on these sites, you they you can leave um, reviews. If you can, leave us a review. Tell us what you think, what you like, what you don't like. We're always here to make things better. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. Uh, YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. And Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. Um, yeah, because of all of that, we wouldn't be here for y'all. So we just want to say thank you for supporting us on these social media sites. We couldn't do it without you. And don't forget to visit our friends at VogNetwork.com. People who gracefully host our awesome show live every Tuesday. So now we're going to go around the room. Last words. Mako. I am very tired and can't wait to go to bed. Last words. Ari. Yeah, I want to get to bed too because I'm really tired as hell. My last words. I think I'm going to finish editing the podcast. I think there are some games on my Xbox One I haven't touched. I kind of want to play around with those for a bit and then call it a night. So that is it. End of list. Um, like I said, brand new episodes for the next few Tuesdays. If we're live on day before Independence Day, drunk show. Hell yeah. So that's it. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Wow. Okay. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Oh, it wasn't so bad as normal, but I'll gladly accept that and gracefully take it. So, that's <coughs> it. Don't you start. <sighs> that's classy. it. Yeah, I know. She's a classy bitch. All right. That's it. We're out of here. Good night, y'all. night. podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming.
じゃまたね！